0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode four of season three of Just Jay the Podcast. You know, I start every episode with my little spiel, so let me give you guys that. First of all, I want to say thank you to everybody who tunes into my episodes every week and looks forward to hearing me just talk mad shit. I love y'all. I thank y'all for, you know, being so supportive because y'all are really like what keeps me going. And without y'all, I really would not be here and doing what I'm doing, so thank you, also, I am recording this on February 22nd, 2022, 2 22 I wasn't gonna record, to be honest, today, because I just feel like I should, I was, I have to get, like, my homework done and everything, so I was like, let me just do homework, I'll record tomorrow, but then I was like, girl, no, today's a great day, like, this is a very special day, we're never gonna see this date ever again, until 200 years from now, isn't that fucking crazy, like, that's special. That's dope. So definitely was like, fuck it. I'm just going to record today because I feel, I feel positivity. I feel good energy, you know? And they say that being that the date is mirrored because it's the same, like from front reading it forward to backwards, your energy that you put out today is also going to be mirrored back to you. That's why they said to, I seen this all over social media today. Um, basically it was saying just, Make sure you focus on your positive energy today, and positive energy will come right back to you. So that's really what I've been trying to focus on today. And honestly, like I woke up this morning and I felt different. Like I obviously I was tired because I get up fucking six o'clock in the morning for work. But at work I felt okay. I felt good. I felt positive. I felt very optimistic. I felt very, very good today. So definitely feel like you know, there's a lot of positive energy in the air. and I'm just happy. I'm happy to be here. Um, also, I posted a little appreciation post to myself on my main account, not my podcast page, on Instagram last night. And I just posted it because I was, as I was laying like, in bed last night, like yesterday, okay, so I read my horoscope and it was like, girl, you need to chill out. You know, you're overexerting yourself. Exactly what I said on last week's episode, my horoscope confirmed. And it was like, girl, chill, take a chill pill, relax in bed for a whole day, do nothing, like, you owe that to yourself. So, literally yesterday I came home from work at like 1 o'clock, got right in my bed, literally, laid in bed from like 1 o'clock to like 4, fell asleep from like 4 to like 8, woke up at like 8 watched some tv with my parents had a little something to eat for dinner and went right back to sleep like it was great okay highly recommend i'm proud of myself for doing that because usually i would have been like when i wake up from my naps i usually like to take naps after work because i just be so tired from being up so early so usually i like to take a nap and then do homework because like homework is just a never-ending fucking process with me but Yesterday, I was like, nah, I'm just going to give myself the day off and just chill and just do nothing. And I'm happy I did because now I can, you know, today I'm recording, tomorrow I'll do homework and then I'll edit. So I'm, I'm ahead of myself this week and I'm, I'm, I'm happy for that because last week I waited way too long to record. I literally recorded Thursday and had to drop it the next morning. Like it was just, I hate when I do that, but sometimes it happens because like I have busy weeks, but definitely felt really good yesterday to just chill in bed and just not do nothing. Also, my dad... Um, he's been saying this to me like every day, the past three days, like, cause I, like I said, I go to work six to two, come home. I'll either take a nap or sometimes I won't take a nap today. I didn't take a nap. Sometimes I take a nap and then get right up and do homework, or I'll just come straight home and go right to doing homework. My dad, the past couple of days, he's just been looking at me like, yo, I wish I had your drive and your determination. You're, You've been sitting at this table for days, for hours at a time doing homework. Like, who wants to do that at 21 years old? Like, and you're doing it so willingly because you know you have to do it and you know you have bigger things to do. So it felt good to have him recognize me because sometimes when I'm sitting at the computer doing homework, it's like, damn, like, I just wish somebody would be like, you know what? Good job. You're doing a good job. All the hard work is going to pay off. And the fact that he said that to me and he's been saying it literally since, like, last week feels so good because it's just like you know what I am doing I, I am different I am you know dedicated to my schooling and building a better life for myself so I'm happy um yeah like life is okay you know I feel like when you yes I was exhausted last week and I think I took the time to really rest and give myself that time to just do nothing because I'm always on the go always doing something And I think it gave me a chance to really like sit back and reflect on my life and just be like, you know what? Like, life is pretty cool. Like, my life is pretty cool. Like, yes, it gets hard. I'm not saying that my life is easy by any means. It's definitely not easy. But even when it's difficult, it's still beautiful. And that is like a just a beautiful thing to say. And I think that I have great things coming up. You know, I'm going to Atlanta in two weeks and my birthday is next month. Um, then I have big plans for the podcast in May. Like I just have really, really cool ideas and really cool things that I want to bring to fruition and I'm 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 gonna do it. Today is like I said, two two two. Two 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 twenty two. So manifesting today is important. Um you guys will see this on the twenty fourth, unfortunately. But manifesting today, I hope you guys, you know, thought positively i hope you did things that you love to do i hope you did things that that you enjoy that's another reason why i made sure i recorded today cuz this is something that i enjoy and i i told i made a post to all my followers this morning like yo do things that you enjoy today times 10 like make your make today about you and this is something i love to do so i was like fuck it let me just record it um i'm sorry that if you're watching my youtube video instead of just the audio i'm sorry that this is so wrinkled it's just i don't know i got to steam it or some shit i don't know but Yeah. Now I have a cool I have a I have a topic. I wouldn't say cool because it's not really cool, (laughs) but it's an important topic because I know we all go through it. I know we all feel it and I know we all understand it. So my topic today is I have written down heartbreak slash toxicity. Toxicity. What the fuck? I can't talk or some shit. Y'all making me nervous or something? Anyway, whatever. So, I want to talk about this for many reasons. Okay, first of all, let me start off by saying I want to talk about this because a lot of my friends are heartbroken right now. Whether it be from life, kicking their asses, or from breakups, or whatever the case may be, I have a lot of friends right now who are experiencing heartbreak. And I hate that. I hate that for them. But realistically... We all want to take our friend's pain away. We all want to, you know, help them through everything that they're going through. But at the end of the day, if someone is going through heartbreak and they're trying to get over a relationship and heal, they essentially have to go through that. Because I personally think getting my heart broken made me as strong as I could possibly be. And I've gotten my heart broken multiple times in my life. Not just from men, just from life as well, but getting your heart broken really changes your view of a lot of things. It, it, I, want, I don't want to say it changes your view. I want it to say it focuses your view. It makes you realize like, okay, that shit hurt me. That person hurt me. And now I'm going to move forward with extra love for myself to where situations like that either don't affect me as much or I find people in relationships that don't make me feel like that. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes relationships don't work. Sometimes it's just not meant to work, and heartbreak is bound to happen. But I think the worst part about, let's just focus in on relationship heartbreak. I think when someone breaks up with you, it's easy to be like, well, they never loved me, like, why Why are you breaking up with me? It's so unfair, why, like, you know, all the questions you ask your partner. What well, we have to understand as a generation and I promise you when we understand this as a generation, it'll be easier to move in our relationships and move as a wise adult who knows what they want in this world. When someone breaks up with you and removes and decides to remove themselves from your life, that is not a knock on you. We always tell people do what you do what makes you happy. Do what's going to bring you peace, do what you love. If that relationship or you in particular is not making them happy and they feel like they need to Get out of it, and they feel like they need to end things with you in order to find their happiness. Let them, let them. That's what we always tell people do what makes you happy. If that's what's going to make them happy, let them open the door, hold the door open for them, give them a kiss on the way out, and say, "I, I, you know, bye. I may maybe see you later, whatever you feel. But it's not a knock on you because someone doesn't want to be with you. That is them. When we what we don't understand is when we get into these relationships, we often forget that we have to be individuals as well. We get so consumed with being together that we forget about our individuality. Yes, I love you as my relationship and in my relationship and as my partner, but this relationship does not serve me anymore. So I have to remove myself from it in order to be a better me and find something better later on. And I want you to do the same. Breakups and All that stuff doesn't have to be tumultuous. It doesn't have to be, like, messy. I think we all have those relationships where things just go so bad and it's just like you end on bad terms and you guys never want to speak again. But then we also have, like, as we get older, we also understand and realize not all breakups have to be, have to end in such drama, Sometimes people just have to walk away from each other peacefully and be like, yo, I love you from a distance, but I got to keep pushing and go this way. And you go that way, respectfully. And I personally feel like you may not see that now because you're heartbroken and you're missing the person that you spent a majority of your time with. But eventually, as time goes on, that wound heals. And then you, you look back on the relationship like, you know what? Okay, I understand why it didn't work. It wasn't supposed to work. And I'm glad it didn't work because now I'm in a better place than I was then by myself. I wouldn't be where I am in this place if I was still with that person. My ex-boyfriend, for example. I say this all the time. And I say this to my friends all the time, too. If I was still in that relationship, I would not have a podcast. I would not be doing a lot of the things that I'm doing. I wouldn't be living for me. And I know that because... I'm the type of woman when I'm in a relationship, I'm and I don't want to say that I'm consumed by you, because that's that just sounds wrong. But but I I think about the other person a lot. And I think that the relationship that I was in 110% was not the relationship for me. It was not, that wasn't the man I'm I'm gonna spend the rest of my life with. That wasn't the man that God put on this earth for me. I thought it was, but it wasn't course that breakup was terrible it broke me down to my core I never thought a man could make me feel that way and it sucked I was so sad for so long over that man and but I don't regret it I don't regret it because one it made me a stronger woman it made me a stronger lover and three it made me really understand and how important it is to be picky with who you have relationships like that with don't get me wrong, that was a great relationship. It had a lot of ups, a whole lot of downs. But at the end of the day, that shit made me into an even greater woman. So, and it, it it's it's crazy because looking back on it now, that was a toxic, unhealthy, back and forth relationship that I know would have prevented me from following my dreams like I'm doing now. You know what I'm saying? So, Sometimes when you look at look at it like that, things get a little the picture gets a little brighter, you know? So I definitely feel like heartbreak is just something that we have to go through as humans. One of my friends, my close close friend like is going through a heartbreak right now. And as a woman, I've been in her shoes. I know how she feels. I know how it feels to wonder what they're doing, you know, and you have no place to say anything anymore because that's not your man. Y'all just broke up, but you still have feelings. You still have love there. You still want to be with this person. I know how that feels as a woman. That shit is terrible. That shit is the most gut-wrenching feeling ever. And as her friend, I know that she's hurting. And as her friend, I wish I could take that pain from her. But I had this conversation with her a couple days ago. I'm like, yo, like, I don't want to ever portray myself on this podcast as if I don't go through anything. But I go through shit too. I, you know, I was hurting over a bum nigga a couple weeks ago, okay? And like, I'm over it now. And I was telling her, yo, like, you were sitting here wiping my tears when I was crying over this nigga, and I, t- and I, like, I'm over that. I was like, yo, girl, I can't wait for you to feel what I feel right now because there's nothing I want more in the world than to pour into myself a hundred times more. Once you, you, once you get hurt like that from somebody that you have love for and that you really really feel deeply for that shit puts a different type of battery in your back I was telling her like yo that shit made me want to get up out my bag I've been in the gym I've been stacking my money I've been planning trips I've been taking my podcast to the next level I've been doing a lot of shit just not only to keep my mind off of that shit because I also feel like when you're sitting in your room crying over a person and all you're doing is replaying those memories it's just gonna make you feel shittier like it's not gonna you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just going to make you want to reach out more. And that's another thing. I think when you break up with somebody, you have to completely cut ties. Because that texting back and forth after somebody has already. I feel like when somebody makes the decision that they don't want to be with you anymore. Not necessarily take it personally, but at the same time, you've chosen, you don't, you've, you've, you've made your choice. You've said that you don't want me, and you've made that decision to leave me. Therefore, there's nothing else for us to talk about. Realistically, cause what's what's the back and forth about? You don't want to be with me. There's really no, there's nothing I could say that could make you change your mind. Nor should I have to make you even change your mind to begin with. If you've made that decision, you've made that decision, and we gotta go. Cutting ties completely is the best way to do a breakup, I think, because you're obviously gonna want to talk to each other. You're obviously gonna want to answer the phone, or you're obviously gonna want to text each other. So texting each other while y'all are not together. It's just going to hurt more. That's, that, like, that's, I think, like, when it comes to me, I don't want to hurt no more than I already am in certain situations. Like, you made your decision, you want to be with me, okay, let's, let's just leave it there. Or not even, if you, even if you can't do, like, a clean break, give each other, give that space. Give that space, because... I'm telling you, it's just gonna make you do nothing but wanna lay in the bed, cry, do nothing when realistically, you know, and I told this to my friend too, and no disrespect, but whatever. We gotta stop crying over guys whose homeboys we could pull in a second. Like she could walk outside and pull three of his homeboys right now. As women, we gotta we gotta we gotta think smarter, not harder, okay? Like and it's and like I'm, I said, it's so much easier said than done. But think about it like that. Get in your bag. R- put some makeup on. Throw on your best wig, girl. Put on your best outfit. Go out with your girls for a couple drinks. And you will see how many other niggas is out here for you to pick from. And then that nigga that's making you cry won't seem so important. I'm telling you. And when you get over somebody and you, you start looking at them like, What the fuck was I? What was I? I was tripping over this guy. It's, that's because our love for people and our attachment to them makes people seem so much greater than what they are. It's us making them seem so important. When they're really nothing. They're really nothing. So, I mean, when you, after you get through the healing process, because, you know, you got to go through the healing process after you get your heart broken. After you get to the point where you don't feel anything for that person anymore, you will realize so much, like, yo, first of all, You know that TikTok where it says, I've been bucked up about this bitch and this bitch is regular? That's exactly... That's what you're going to feel. And you know what? You live and you learn, you know? But once you lose that attachment and that love for that person, you'll see it. You'll see. And you'll realize, like, you know what? I was tripping. I had this man... I had... This man had me in my bed crying for weeks over him when it's... When... First of all, he didn't give a fuck. Because he got up and went out with his homeboys the next night. Two... When when situations like that happen, like and you get over it, you realize so much about yourself and like you fall in love with yourself more because it's like, okay, I overcame that. When I was crying in my bed, I didn't think I didn't know when the pain would end. I was begging God, like, yo, please take this pain away. I wanna forget about this man. Like I don't wanna I don't wanna think about him. I don't wanna love him anymore. And now you wake up and you that's the last thing you're thinking about. Props to you. Congratulations to you for getting over a nigga, okay? Like, I tell my friends all the time, like, when they go through things with, like, men, I, girl, I understand it. I've been, I fought my ex-boyfriend, my first love in high school, fought him and his girlfriend, who was my friend. I told y'all that story season one. Fought them in school, bro. Then, walked in on my, one of my exes with a girl. Then... See when I'm like, I d i have been through a lot when it comes to that relationship stuff, okay? Men have drugged me through the ringer. And I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter. Let me tell you why. Because like I said, I could pull every single one of their homeboys, okay? Every single one, okay. And when you know what you bring to the table, you're not gonna get a, give a fuck who gets up and wants to eat somewhere else. Straight like that. I should I probably bring the fucking table so <laughs> okay go 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 with her what bye especially if there's another woman if that man is leaving you for another woman this is what you do to her here you go here you go you can have it you can have it because I like to say if, if you ever have to pick between me and another woman always pick her because first of all I should never be an option I, never, I should never be a choice between another woman That's number one. Number two, I'm not about to treat myself like an option when it comes to you, when I don't even treat myself like an option in general in my real life. I'm the one and not the two. So if it ever comes down to where you stuck like, damn, I love Jay, but I also love Sarah over here, please pick Sarah. Always pick Sarah. Don't ever pick Jay because if there's there's a choice that even needs to be made in your mind, I'm the wrong one for you, baby. I'm telling you. Nah. Don't ever let no man even make you feel like you have to be a choice between another woman or there's another woman even on your level that can compete with you as women. We should never be in competition with each other. We all bring different things to the table. We all bring our own little razzle dazzle. Okay. The next bitch razzle dazzle ain't going to be as dazzling as mine. So that's how you got to look at it. You know, and not, I'm, I'm proud of myself right now. I'm gonna give myself a pat on the back. Cause as I'm talking, I'm realizing like, bitch, you done changed. And you don't bossed up on these niggas. And as I should because that like what i hate when my friends are sad over men if i must be honest and my friends tell me this all the time like yo when you was i haven't been in a relationship in what like a year and a half almost two years oh my god wow yeah whatever fuck them niggas anyway my friends like my friend jada she'd be like yo like we felt the same way about you when you was crying over bitch boy like I understand how they felt and I'm so sorry that y'all had to listen to me talk about that man because that man is like, couldn't even get the time of day from me right now. Like, anyway, back to what I was talking about, but that ties me into what I, like a a little uh, subtopic that I wanted to talk about. Have y'all been hearing about Kanye West and Kim Kardashian? Okay, let's, let's talk about it. Um. I understand he lost a baddie, cause realistically, if I lost a baddie like that, I would lose my mind too. But we gotta understand, we gotta differentiate between fighting for something that you love and being toxic, and being extra and doing too much. I saw um, a video that he had sent flowers, a-, a truck full of flowers to her house on Valentine's Day. And he's all over social media, clowning her new man, talking about he's never going to meet his children. Let me tell you something. When you lose some, first of all, the fact that you even lost her to begin with is on you. Completely on you. Y'all, that was a two-party relationship. She felt like she needed to leave it. Something was lacking. That's on the both of y'all. Y'all should have been able to figure that out. Two, you see her moving on, doing better things with somebody else, as are you, but the fact that she's doing it, it's a problem. Now you're saying, you're basically threatening this man, like, yo, you're never going to see my children, like, and Kim, he posted a conversation between him and Kim, and Kim was like, yo, like, if something happens to this man, it's on you, like, you're doing too much, pretty much, like, which is true, like, Kanye has a... That's a powerful, Kanye West is a powerful household name. Like, if he on Instagram beefing with some nigga that his girl, his ex-wife is dating, people are going to jump on that like, oh, okay, let's go after this guy. He doesn't understand the power of his words and the power of the things that he posts and puts out into the universe. Like, you cannot ruin that woman's new happiness just because you couldn't get it together. That's so selfish. That's so foul. That's so like, I saw this post on Instagram where it was like, if a man doesn't chase after me the way Kanye's chasing after Kim, I don't want him. And no cap, I almost reposted it. And then I read it over and I was like, wait a minute. And then I really thought about the situation and everything that he's been posting. And I was like, nah, like if, first of all, if I walk away from you to begin with, it's dead. That's it. That's it. Like what? Second of all, if I'm with a new man, it's really dead. And third of all, what in the toxicity? I don't want nothing to do with that shit. And it's being glorified because it's Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. It's being glorified because people are like, yeah, Kanye, go after your wife. Go do what you... What happened to that before she even started dating this man? What happened to that months ago? She filed for divorce months ago. Why wasn't you banging at the do- on the door like, yo, I want my wife back then? What happened? Because you see this woman ma- happy and she's not paying you no mind. So now you're like, okay, let me be Kanye and let me, you know, let me <laughs> pull some strings and see if she's going to fall back into my, my arms. It does not work like that. You cannot choose when you want to do the right thing and fight for your family when you want to do so. Sometimes... Like like they say, you don't know what you got until it's too late? I mean, first of all, it's Kim Kardashian. How the fuck you ain't know what you had? What the hell? Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But when you've... I think I've, I just... I, I despise this situation because when you've experienced a toxic relationship in your life, bro, like, there's nothing to be glorified about that. That shit is not cute. That shit is not fun. That shit is nothing but... Unhealthy fucking drama. I never. My, I've only been in two real relationships in my in my life at 21 years old. Both of them toxic as fuck, unhealthy as fuck, nothing like drama filled, all that shit. That's probably why I'm not eager to be in a relationship now, because I've I've dealt with some really toxic weird shit. Like when you deal with some toxic ass relationships. You crave a healthy relationship. You crave, like, peace. You just want to be at peace with your person. You don't want to have to go through all that bullshit to get there. Once you've experienced toxicity, you don't want to deal with that shit no more. I'm telling you. I don't know if I will ever be in a real adult relationship anytime soon. Because I refuse to deal with anything toxic, anything unhealthy, anything that's causing me my peace, bro. Like, and that's real shit. So I really feel for her because, like, even in the text message that he posts between them, it's like, she's like, yo, like, begging him to stop. And it's just like, that's the father of your children. You got mad children with this man and he's just fucking trying to do everything to ruin the happiness that you've created without him. And that is selfish as fuck. I mean, everybody, I've been listening to like the radio as I go to work and stuff. I'm like, everybody that speaks about him is like, clearly he has narcissistic personality, which is very true because she's moving on with her life and he's doing everything he can to make that situation about him. Like, all she wants to do is be co parents and live her life with her new man and just chill. And like, that shit. That shit shit really puts a bad taste in my mouth. Like, that just makes everybody involved look so bad. And you're bringing so many people. Everybody around the world has access to social media. Everybody around the world is looking at that shit like, yo, this shit looks crazy. Shit looks crazy. Your children are gonna grow up and see this shit all over the social media. It's like, yo, dad was bugging. Like, what the fuck? That shit looks crazy. It looks terrible. Now you have all different people around the world judging you in your business when they don't need to be doing either one. That shit looks so crazy, and I really, really feel for. It. I'm not even gonna cap. I feel for both of them because Kanye probably losing his mind. Like you lose a bitch like that, yeah, you're gonna go, you're gonna, you're gonna lose your, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna lose your your marbles a couple, a little bit. I get it, but and the fact that she's not even really. I respect her because she's not saying much. Like, she's just trying to, you know, focus on her kids and, like, tell that nigga to chill and just keep it pushing. Like, she's not saying much. And I feel like I feel for her because I know it's taking a lot out of her to do so. Because I would be like, yo, this man needs to leave me the fuck alone. I would be, I would, just like he is doing a lot on social media, I would be doing the most. Because what you're not about to do is make me look bad and make this man that I am in this new relationship with look bad or get hurt or anything like that. So I commend the both of them because. That shit is a tough ass situation, and I get it from both ends. But what's toxic is toxic, and that shit is just—we shouldn't. Nobody should know any of that. That shit all should have been off social media, for real. Because there's no reason the entire world knows what's going on in their household, or in their what in their lives, or their relationship, whatever the fuck it is. Nobody should know. But whatever. Two things that. You should never do with me I was driving a couple days ago and I I came up with this two things that you should never do when interacting with me one say things you don't mean I feel like we too damn grown okay we about to be fucking 40 why are you saying shit that you don't okay I dragged it I dragged it I'm not even 22 I turn 22 next month oh wait we're still in February two months I'm bugging I'm bugging anyway don't say nothing you don't mean why are we saying things we don't mean at this grown age? If you don't mean it, don't fucking say it. That simple. And two, don't introduce me to anything that you cannot maintain. That goes for friendships, relationships, whatever. First of all, if you're going to be my friend, you're going to ride or die for me for a, a good week or so. And the next week you're going to switch up and just be fake and not really fuck with me. Don't do that. First of all, I'm not even that friend that you can talk to every day, Okay. My real day one A1s, they know. You cannot text me every day. You cannot. First of all, I'm gonna stop answering because I'm gonna get tired. Two, I don't really like texting. Like I don't even I don't really like interaction. I don't like, I don't like talking. Okay, I just don't. Three, I just don't have the time for that shit. You will not hear from me every day, but when you do hear from me, it'll be frequent. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna go ghost for 17 months. But you're not gonna hear from me every day. No. That's not what I'm talking about. But if you're gonna show support one week and then dip off the next week and not like you know, don't do that. You don't need to be my friend at all. Or, for example, if you're somebody that I'm trying to fuck with and you know you being consistent and you showing me all the right things one week, then the next week it's like crickets. Nah, wasting time. I don't I don't like my time wasted. I don't like weird shit. I don't like liars. I don't like people that say shit they don't mean. Very simple with me. If you're going to be in my life, I'm a high-maintenance-ass bitch, okay? Clearly, because this this is something that I have to even say. I figured this was common decency, but I guess common decency ain't so common. But anyway, if you're going to fuck with a bitch like me, say what you mean and mean what you say. If you're going to be about it, if you're going to do it, be about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> how, do I, how do I say that without... How do I say that in the simplest term? Like, if you if you're gonna do something for me, or if you're gonna be a certain, if you're gonna play a certain role in my life, play that shit all the time. Don't pick and choose when you can fucking call out and take days off. Nah. Be that shit. Also, one thing that I've learned about myself is that, or that I'm really trying to, I think, okay, boom, let me backtrack. So they say that. God is going to continue to force you to go through something until you learn the lesson behind it. I think I said this before on this show. But my interactions, like the talking stages, I've gone through a a couple of talking stages, you know, between last year or whatever. And they all just are shitty. Terrible, 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 terrible. And I think the lesson behind each one and why they are so terrible and why they end is because I have to learn to stop letting or stop getting so upset when things don't turn out how I want them to. And understand that shit happens. Stop romanticizing that man just because he's giving you a little attention because he really may not be the one for you. And if he's not, oh fucking well. That's my I have a hard time with that shit because like I have first of all, I'm very picky with who I even allow to fuck with me. So, if I give you my phone number, or if i talk to you or if i text you on a consistent basis that's i fuck with you okay first of all i don't give my phone phone number out to any man okay cuz i don't want to talk to you first of all i barely answer my dms okay because i don't want to talk to you so if i give you my phone number and i'm actually engaging in conversation with you consistently i fuck with you and when i say i fuck with you i mean i'm i'm fucking with where this could go i'm fucking with you as a person i we could you know we could kick it we could see where it could go whatever you know, and you know, men often get me like thinking like that. And then I start feeling you and then you fall off. And now I'm mad as fuck because it's like, damn. First of all, I really gave this nigga my number. And two, he's not doing like, he's just like, ah, waste of time. I hate wasting my time. So when I waste my time, I get so upset because it's just like, I could have been doing something. I could have never been. I could have never been speaking to you in the first place. Minding my business, doing nothing without you, but I let you in, and you fucked it up, so now I'm mad, and now I'm pissed off, okay, because you just wasted my time, and if I didn't have unlimited text messages, I would be pissed too, because I'm wasting my text messages on you, you see what I'm saying, like that's just how my brain works, like it's always just so extra in my fucking brain, like it can never be simple, it can never be black and white, it always got to be gray, magenta, it always got to be different, but yeah, I have to learn to stop letting truthfully such minor shit cause really talking stages are nothing like I feel like if you ain't talking to that person for more than two months it's nothing the last talking stage that I was in was like three four months so I, I, I'm not even mad at myself for how I was feeling with that shit cause it is what it is but I reg- I'm mad at myself for allowing myself to even get that upset over that shit when there were so many red flags popping up and I'm just like hmm I like red nah <laughs> I like red, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if don't ignore no red, red flags. Because when you, let's say, you know, you're talking to somebody and you see red flags and you're just like, mm, nah, I'm going to ignore them, eh, whatever. Let's say y'all get into a relationship one day and them red flags start to get real fucking big. And it's like, damn, maybe if I didn't ignore them red flags back then, I wouldn't be in this shitty ass relationship. You got to think about it like that. Once you see something that you don't like, it's like, mm wait a minute, <laughs> hold the fuck up, <laughs> wait a fucking minute, pay attention to red flags, okay, just because your favorite color is red, bitch, does not mean you need to fucking just walk past the red flags like they just, no, pay attention, okay, <laughs> pay the fuck attention, I also, I think talking stages are so fucking terrible for me because, like, I hate being ignored. So, like, okay, it's so easy to say, like, yo I'm busy. I'll text you when I'm free or whatever the case may be. These boys out here don't have that common decency. They don't have common brains, okay? They don't have common sense. So, they're going to go days without talking to you and then hit you like, oh, shit. On Wednesday, I had a doctor's appointment and then I went home and then I forgot to text you and then three days went by. And then I forgot to text you because I didn't text you on Wednesday when I really originally forgot to text you and just bullshit okay and they they say when you're ignored by somebody that you care about, it equals physical pain That's why it hurts so bad. You're causing me physical harm you moron okay and you're just see nah I just pissed me off. <laughs> That just pissed me off because, like, really, I hate being ignored. I don't like to, I don't even ignore people because, like, I know what it's like to be ignored, and that shit is so annoying. And it hurts your fucking feelings, bro. Don't (laughs) ignore people. Say what you mean, mean what you say. That's all I got for today. (laughs) (laughs) I am funny as fuck. That whole last 10, 15 minutes was funny as hell, bro. Wow. But yeah, thank you for coming to my TED talk. Just kidding. Um, let's see. We're on episode four. Um, dropping February twenty fourth, twenty twenty two at midnight. I have decided that I'm gonna keep the song of the weeks going, but I'm gonna just I'm not gonna do them every week because I just think that is what that just was too much for me. So I think I'm just gonna decide which episodes I want to do one for, and then just drop one as a surprise for you guys, and like you guys will never know when they're coming, but just know that they're coming. And what else? Really cool stuff coming up. Got some traveling to do. Got some new guests I'm gonna have on the show this season. Towards the end of the season, I believe, or uh, yeah, yeah, or actually no, next couple episodes you're gonna start seeing some really cool guests and some really cool conversations. Very excited for that. Um, I'm getting very prepared for that. Focusing on, you know, just getting things in order for my trip. I'm very excited. I can't wait to get the fuck out of here. And, yeah. A little, little, um, last, little, what the fuck am I talking about? A little closing statement from my ladies out there. couple things. Don't let no man make you feel like you are not beautiful because I promise you, you are so beautiful. Any man in the world would kiss the ground that you walk on. Two, if you're sad or if you feel like a man is making you feel really, really low, leave that man right where the fuck he has you fucked up at and just go do some self-care. Take a nice shower. It's okay to cry. I never said don't cry. It's totally okay to cry. Get that shit up out of you. Take a nice shower. Get your nails done. Get your hair done. Do something that's going to make you feel beautiful and boss up on that nigga. I think that's the best revenge after a heartbreak is bossing up on a nigga and just because, you know, realistically, men always come back, okay? Y'all could break up, I bet you, three months from now, that man's going to be in your DM like, yo, what's up? What's up, big head? How you doing? Nah. Okay? They always come back. Think about I'm telling you, nine times out of ten, that man is going to come back. Let him be stalking your Instagram, watching you be a badass bitch like, damn, like, she bossed up on me. Like, what happened? I thought she was sad. Nah. I'm not sad. I'm just bad. <laughs> okay? That's what you do. That's what you do. And make sure at the end of the day, your self-love is worth more than your love for someone else. Because you can never love anybody else more than you love yourself. You are bound to fail. Period. And you the baddest bitch I ever met. So, stand up. Let's go. (laughs) Love y'all. Bye.